It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, I'm so excited. I am going to be welcoming back an amazing woman that I've had the pleasure of knowing for many, many years. Um, This amazing woman has been a part of my life on a personal level. So it was always quite amazing to see her, what she's been doing on a business level. So I'm excited to be having her back onto our program. So welcome back, Erin Best. I'm so happy to have you. Oh my gosh, Candice. Thank you so much for having me this morning. It's so good to hear your voice. It's so good to be back in the Divas That Care arena. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you back, and it's been so long since I've seen you, and um, I've been following you quite a bit on social media because you are doing some extraordinary, inspiring things and really helping people out. But before we dive into that, would you mind, Erin, kind of reintroducing yourself to some of our new listeners? Absolutely. Um, So I'm Erin Best. I am a realtor by trade. I've been licensed since 2014. Um, Our family recently relocated to Kitimat, British Columbia, and uh, that is a small kind of mountain community up in northern British Columbia. Um, But Candace and I actually, we... heard you kind of talking about how we have a rich, rich history. Um, I actually went to high school with Candace's husband, which I love. And um, so we've been, we've been tethered by, you know, that leash for a long time. It's it's really awesome. And um, since moving to Kitimat, British Columbia, you know, we are, launching some really great things um we i started a new business in december of 2020 uh kind of at the you know mid peak of the pandemic when nobody knew it was going on um candace and i got to work together on the publication of the business divas that care back in 2016 just after i had our daughter so lots of history here and uh yeah i'm really happy to be back Oh, my goodness. And so much time has gone by. I don't even realize it's been that long since we did that collaboration. And you've done so much since then, which absolutely blows my mind, because you did move to a smaller location into a beautiful area. Like, your pictures are absolutely stunning. And you built a business through this crazy time that we're all going through. And I kind of want to talk about that, because how was it starting a brand new business through the pandemic? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I think like there's two things that we can touch on in terms of like starting to like the businesses, right? Of course, one is, you know, I practiced real estate in Edmonton since 2014. So not only was I relaunching that business, I said, okay, I had such a, a proud moment, you know, getting to a point with that business. So why am I not helping other small businesses that don't have access to uh, big marketing teams or large marketing budgets. Um, you know, let's let's help them 
create a clear message to their client, you know, in social media because, you know, there are so many so many voices out there. And I think unless you really know who you want to talk to or how you want your message crafted, you know, you kind of get lost in the shuffle. So I've been able to carve out a really strong uh, niche voice for myself, and I really wanted to present that to other businesses who wanted to grow their businesses on the social media platforms. Well, I love it because you've got a a thing going on now, and it was called Queen Bee, I believe you had called it, and I thought it was such a cool name. and what you are doing is just really inspiring. It's a beautiful concept because I, I think a lot of people, you're right, we're, we're trying to figure out the social media aspect. And if we have to be at home, how do we build it that way? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So the company is called Queen Bee Social. And, um, you know, when I thought about what I wanted to call it and, you know, all that kind of stuff, right, because you you got you to gotta pick a name that people are going to remember, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I settled on that after I kind of came up with what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, for me, being an elder millennial, right, I'm going to date myself right now, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we grew up you know, watching, you know, things like Gossip Girl and, you know, the polishness of, you know, Blair Waldorf. Like, let's be honest, she's an absolute queen on that show. And, you know, that's kind of where that kind of manifested, right? I wanted to bring something that was, you know, really refined, really beautiful, um, you know, that had a lot of personality and, you know, that could kind of zing you a little bit with a sting if you needed to, right? Um, so that was kind of the concept behind the name and the the, the platform that I wanted to give to everybody, right? Um, but it was really important for me to start sharing that, um, you know, belief system with other small businesses because I do think that when we're just starting, we're like, oh, my God, like, what do I do? What do I – where do I start? What What's the first step? And I think as a business owner – Uh, you really have to look deep and get really clear on who you want to speak to, right? You don't want to talk to everybody because nobody's going to listen that way. Does that make sense? Uh, It does. It absolutely does. Do you just work then? Obviously, you're helping people out. Are you just helping people out in the Kitimat area, or are you helping people everywhere? Well, right now we're serving the Kitimat area. We've got a couple clients in here right now that we're working with on a consistent basis. Um, The second half of 2021 is going to be directed towards helping anyone who really needs to find their voice in the socials, right? We want to expand that because anything that we do, and not just me or not just you, but anyone who's an entrepreneur – you know, I, we really have to think about how can we scale this? How can we make it bigger? How can we uh, reach more people and serve more people, right? So it's great because Kitimat is such a, I'm going to say it's a little sleepy town, right? Um, but it's a great community, and we really support our local businesses and small businesses here. But, you know, that support doesn't have to stop to a geographic location. So I wanted to pick a demographic that was based on where they were in their business so we could help more people long run. 
Oh, I love it. And you are, have such a beautiful website. I was going to tell you that. Um, and, you know, why not? You know, you're, you're working in real estate and you're working now and obviously in a big social media. Do you have a team that works with you? Uh, right now, it is just me. Um, I like to think of my business model as kind of a small, intimate restaurant, um, just to get it up and running and really consistent. So, I mean, you know, think of it as like one of those like quaint little Italian restaurants. There's maybe 12 tables. You know, it's really small. Um, I want to be able to really elevate the service we give to a small circle of individuals before uh-huh. we open up, you know, our second location, if it were, right? I don't know if that metaphor makes sense, but um, <laughs> I've <Yes>. always <laughs> – I've always been really selective on who I want to work with. And I think, again, that's really important when you're a business owner because when you start letting more people in, you're really setting yourself up for um, maybe some people that you don't really want to work with, maybe some people whose core values don't jive with your own. And I think if you really want to establish some longevity in what you're doing, it's really important to know the people that you want to talk, work with, right? And really make sure that you guys are on the mm-hmm. same page on so many different levels because I've worked with people who I like to call energy vampires, right? I've worked with people who I cringe when, you know, their name shows up on my phone because they're calling for something. And I really don't want that. And I don't think yeah. anybody really wants that. So, you know, as a solopreneur, the goal is, Let's get a team of super fans who really love what we're doing, and when the timing is right, we can expand and scale so we can help more clients. You know what? I love that, and I just kind of want to go back to that part. You have the option of picking and choosing who you work with, and I think it's really important to share that with people because it goes both ways. Sometimes people don't realize how much they're pulling that energy, like you were saying, those energy zappers out there, and Obviously, that wasn't a good fit for them either because they're bringing you down and not getting what they need, and you're not getting what you need. So I I love that, and I love how people are able to do it. Because before, you know, we would just want to be busy all the time. It's like, well, we'll take anybody as a client. But now we have to realize, you know, not just for our business, but we need it for ourselves. We need to be able to balance that part of it. Because if we're not happy, we're not going to give our clients the best uh, service possible. 100%. 100%. You know, we are interviewing our clients just as much as they're interviewing us, you know, at the end of the day. Um, and just, I, I think when you kind of have those expectations, you know, coming into this that, yeah, it's going to be hard to start and you're not going to, you know, be everybody's cup of tea. But like, you know, I think as you get older and as you are a woman who's getting older, you know, you really stop wanting to please everybody anyways on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. So if you can kind of bring that, you know, lightning focus to the people that you're serving in your business, I think, you know, really great things are going to come your way. You know, the people who are your super fans are going to tell their, their people and, you know, there's going to be more super fans, right? So to keep your sphere small, isn't necessarily a bad thing, in my opinion. No, no, I agree with that. So tell me, what kind of things are you doing with your clients? Um, You know, we've had a lot of different individuals on our program that, you know, have different social media platforms and businesses that they do. So 
you know, what's the feel part? What makes you, people want to come and, you know, work with you and, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, so I think like the first thing that we talk about when people are looking to hire out their social media postings and things like that, because that's essentially like, you know, the, my jam is, you know, copywriting, the marketing, you know, the, the posting, the, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So what I really like to do when I first meet a client is, you know, I want to talk about what their goals are. You know, I want to talk about how many posts you want per week per month you know that kind of thing how consistent are you looking to get um but then we also dive a little bit deeper into you know who are they trying to talk to um you know and as a realtor you know we start there too do you know what i mean um you know my realtor life has kind of taken me to focusing on upsizers right so people who have bought their first house who want to get a bigger house, they have another baby on the way, right? So a lot of my posting in terms of like my real estate business is really targeted towards that. Um, So when we talk about small businesses, right, obviously their goals are going to be different, but who is it that you want to resonate with? You know, if you're a restaurant, do you want to talk to the people who are busy and they want on the go, um, you know, lunches? Um, You know, if you're a retail store, you know, who's your ideal client? So I like to kind of bring it back to kind of that ground level and talk about, you know, when we think about your business vision, who is your client? Right, because I know what my ideal client looks like for you know for Queen Bee Social and for real estate. You know, I've I've helped clients all over the place, but I have one that I really love working with, and that's kind of who I try to tailor everything to, right? So that way, Ooh, not that. just that ideal client keeps coming back for more, but other people like that ideal client are going to come to me as new clients, right? Yes, and it's a perfect fit. And that's what I like about it because we can't please everybody. We can't work with everybody. So let's find our ideal person. Let's, let's focus on that. And then everybody's a winner. Yeah. Yeah. You always want to like, you know, how can you help them? That's your win. How are they going to grow their business? That's their win. Um, And, you know, of course, like a relationship, because at the end of the day, like when you take on the role of posting for, um, you know, another business, you really have to take some time to learn, how they speak, right, how they present information, because you know, as a consumer, you know, when something's being outsourced by a large company, right, you know, do they take the time to, you know, have phone interviews with you so that way, you know, they understand your mannerisms, um, you know, the key verbiages that you use, right, if you have a couple of, like, really common catchphrases that you use a lot of the time, right, so taking that time to really gauge the client's voice is super important to me in terms of doing their social media posting, Oh, I love that. And you know what? I find it quite fascinating that you have developed this through a time when, you know, so many people are not, well, it's hard to focus. There's so much negativity out there, and you are really putting a spin on positivity and helping inspire people. Your posts are absolutely beautiful. Uh, they always bring a smile to my face. I love how you do a lot of um, interactive things also. And how important is it to get out there? Because I know that that's a big question a lot of people ask is, do I need to do these, you know, those Facebook reels or whatever they are, Instagram reels where I'm talking and people can see me? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I like I don't use Reels as much as maybe I should. Um, you know, I think TikTok has kind of made it seem that we have to be super entertaining and that we have to be really funny or, you know what I mean, um, if you post the wrong thing, the haters are going to come out in full force, right? So I can understand why a lot of people don't want to do Reels. Um, you know, when I think about, po- like, I, like I, we talked about, you know, copywriting and the, the written posting, that's really my strength. I really enjoy that part of it. Um, but, like, the stories are really great opportunities for you to kind of just keep on a day-to-day touch with your clients. Like, maybe you don't have anything really profound to say in, you know, your written text posting. But, you know, I post a ton on stories about my dogs right? My dogs are hilarious. I have a 13-year-old GSP who, like, eats grass, um, and I have a two-year-old Great Pyrenees who looks like a lion. So, you know, a ton of my stories are just, like, us walking and, you know, what I think about, um, you know, when I go walking, because I believe that, you know, getting outside and getting that fresh air, you know, really clears your brain and helps you problem solve and, you know, kind of helps put things in perspective. So, my stories aren't necessarily a direct reflection of, you know, either of my businesses, Mm -hmm. but it allows people to kind of say like, Oh, this is what Aaron's up to today, you know, and just kind of allows you to see me on a more personal level, a more vulnerable level. I love that. Cause I think it's a very, it's a big challenge. A lot of people are scared to be that way. They don't know, what people are going to think about them. And it's sometimes it's a hard thing to brand yourself. Like you're mentioning, I think it's so important. The more I learn about what, you know, people like yourself are doing out there, I think this is what we all need because it is overwhelming. You are almost, there's so much out there and it's hard to navigate through that. It's like, oh, should I post this? Should I not post this? Or, you know, what are people looking for? How do I build my business? You know, there's all that chatter that's constantly going in your head. But if you can streamline it, if you can have somebody just sit with you, almost like a life coach, you know, have that person that understands it, sit down with you and help you navigate through all of that. Totally. Yeah. And you know what, Candice, I think, you know, that concept of imposter syndrome, it's so real in, you know, anything that you're doing on social media. Um, And, you know, I I came from, when we moved to Kitimat, I was working in, you know, a city of over, you know, 1 million. We had, you know, different little small bedroom communities surrounding the city. And then we moved to this community of 8,500 people, okay? That's the contrast of, you know, the different markets and the different size of towns that we were, you know, living in. And so, you know, when you are in a bigger city, like, you can kind of go without, um, you know, touching on too many people's radars, right? But when you move to a smaller community, everybody knows your business now, you know, whether you want them to or not, (laughs) you know? So I really feel like, you know, we're in a position where if you can kind of get ahead of that and really lean into, you know, what you're doing and really take ownership of, you know, stuff that's going on with you, you know, it just kind of, it helps. You know, um, a big challenge for me, though, was, you know, getting in front of people and, you know, introducing myself. Because when we moved to Kitimat, I knew one person other than my husband, you know, who was going to live in Kitimat. I knew nobody. I knew absolutely nobody. So, cool, cool. 
I'm going to try to sell real estate in a community that I know nobody in. And as we know, real estate is very much a relational marketing, you know, industry. Um, It's all about who knows you and who you know. And then the other part was, okay, how do I get in front of people to tell them, you know, that I kind of know my stuff, you know? And it, it actually started two years ago when I moved here. I started a blog series about, like, local businesses in town because I needed a, a, a way to introduce myself to people. So meeting a couple of different business owners and, you know, all that kind of stuff and just kind of absorbing what was happening in the community and, you know, seeing that there was a gap, you know, in terms of, you know, what businesses needed because, you know, there is a difference between a big city mentality and a small town mentality. Like there just is, right? Yeah. You can't argue it. Um, and so creating those relationships with like, you know, in, in, in particular the women in business that I was meeting, you know, allowed me to, get a bit of a sphere who really was rooting for me. And I think that was really the catalyst, um, you know, behind my belief system that I was capable of doing this because I now had a really incredible group of individuals who were like wanting to see me succeed, you know? Um, And I think if you can kind of understand and feel that in the core of your being, you know, that you are worthy of success and, you know, it might not happen overnight, but if you can be consistent and if you can learn your craft and if you can, you know, really make sure that you know inside and out who you want to serve, right, your imposter syndrome is kind of going to get, you know, a little bit smaller, you know. Um, You know, you can't compare your day one to someone's year six. You just can't. Because it's going to make you feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And you're so authentic. And you know what? You're such a likable person to begin with that I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to come and find you and get to know you better anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that. I appreciate that. You know, it's been a bit of a journey. And it's, you know, and I think, you know, rebuilding something during a pandemic, you know, like we, we kind of touched on that. But, like, you know, at the beginning of it, I remember it was, you know, the end of March and, you know, I was still trying to find my voice in real estate and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really hard and the kids are at home and daycare is non-existent and you know, now we're trying to trying to build a brand and now we're trying to teach grade three and we're also trying to, you know, be the daycare provider. And, like it was, it was so overwhelming and I know so many moms out there are probably listening to this and like, yep. Yep, yep, I I feel this. Uh, Candice, I got shingled last year because I felt so stressed out about all oh, of it, no. to be honest. Yeah, it was awful. And, um, like, we caught it early, so it was fine. But <laughs> it was kind of that moment, like, where my body was literally telling me, you need to do something different. You know what I mean? It was then where I was like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. And I had found so much joy and I had found so much, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I just, I found so much pride in the voice that I was crafting for myself, right? While I was trying to build up my real estate presence in, in this new community. Um, so being really, really sure of that really allowed me to say, okay, well, what does it look like if I do this for other people, Right. 
people love my posts now. So why don't I help other people get really great posts? Sure. Okay. And that, that was kind of the concept, right? So, yeah, and, and, and really it, was, it took me a long time to really kind of think about, you know, how I wanted it to look, you know, the aesthetics of the brand, um, and, you know, kind of the voice that I wanted for that because, like, my real estate voice and my queen bee voice are kind of different, um, and, you know, of course, like, you, you know, your target demographic is also different. So it took me a little while to kind of craft what that needed to be. And then once it was able to be executed, it was just, it was just a done deal. Right. So it's been really exciting. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to grow that this year. Well, I love it. And I look forward to seeing more of what you're doing. And I want to ask you before our show ends here, is there any last-minute tips or tools, anything you'd love to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think, like, if you're going to do something, make sure you do your homework before you launch it. Um, really have a clear vision of how you want this to look. And, you know, if there's anything that you're not super great at but you know that needs to get done, don't be afraid to delegate it, especially as you grow, because as you get busier and – you start doing things that don't really, really uh, bring you a lot of joy, it's going to start bringing the energy and the, um, you know, it's going to bring the energy of your business down. So delegate what you can if you hate doing it and really get a clear vision on how you want your business to look. That is fantastic. Erin, it is always a pleasure to chat with you, and you definitely have to come back on the Divas. We would love to have you. I would love that so much, Candice. I will talk to you soon. I'll send you an email when we're ready to kind of circle back and let's chat about how everything's going. But don't be afraid to start, I think, is the other really big thing. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger on it because really great things can happen when you start believing in yourself that way. It definitely can. And you know what, Erin, you are absolutely inspiring. And to all of our listeners out there, you have to check Erin out. Erin, what is your social media so they can check it out? You bet. So typically you can find me on my website first. It is www.queenbesocial.ca. Um, all my links are on there, Facebook, Instagram, I don't really use any other ones. Those are kind of my two bread and butters. But I'd love to have you on there. And if you want to, send me a contact on the website if you have any questions about what I do, if you also want to do something like this. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much. And a big shout-out to all of our listeners that have been tuning into the Divas That Care. We are in our 11th season. We are listening to in over 30 countries around the world, and it's because of all of you amazing listeners that we've continued to do this program. Check out all the other hosts at divasthatcare.com, and I hope you have a great day. And until next time, everyone, do something kind for someone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.